Hello friends, I'm Zareen Ali, your host for the podcast show The Geology Tribe. Welcome to season 4 episode 2. That moment when anybody might paint something out of their imagination. Like the blowing horn of a car, like the smoke in a factory or a person watching a scenery or a scenery altogether or anything like that or maybe something even deeper so um, well how are you perceiving this imagination Is this imagination being drawn out from nowhere or from somewhere? That is where the point is. We dig something out of our mind only when something has been fed into it. It's just like how we work with the computers. It's just how the softwares run. You feed a command and the software accepts it and then it is run and then you get the output. So the blowing horn of a car that you might have heard at some point of time in your career or in your life or in your childhood or any time, whatever be it. And it is when that gets along within you so deep that you start picturing it and then one day you start painting it because you know about it you know how it looks like you know how it sounds like you know how it feels like and you know how to just paint it and so you paint it so while You might be hearing to the sound of the blowing horn of a vehicle. Someone else might be really painting it and uh, it's difficult to paint it, you know, because uh, it takes a lot of skill to paint it. So are the painters very good artists who just imagine? Um, Yeah, perhaps. So, if everything is okay for them, if they can dream, if they are allowed to dream, if they dare to dream, if they dare to chase the reality in terms of their imagination or their imagination in terms of reality or whatever, then why can't we, just because we are not professional painters, huh? does that make you feel that, oh, I can't paint good enough so let me stop painting because I'm not professionally certified painter I don't think so what do you think do let me know so this is something that's having a relationship with forced reality a reality that has been imposed upon you by the happenings around That can be in any form. That can be uh, born out of anything that you might 
listen to that you might hear that you might watch or that you might be part of at some point of your time in your life it can be out of anything so have you come across anything that is out of nothing but yet so concrete so beautiful that you can call it as your own i can bet none of us none of us have ever come across anything that we can call as our own creations because none none and none of us are our own creations even the imagination that you call as your imagination is not really your imagination it must have come from some thought from somewhere that might have a frequency that just made you feel that it's good to go with and that is where the notion of reality lies reality is nothing but the present tense to be more specific the simple present now you want to make it a present perfect that's up to you that's up to all of us however there's a past and there's a future the art of living classes teach you that shut your past cut your future and live in present but today i take the honor of breaking this notion yeah i am not a certified trainer folks but i'll tell you i'll tell you with my own experience that believe me do not cut out your past and your future and your present you need to play with both your past present and future and that is where the success of science will lie because science as of now even till date you know has not been able to successfully claim what is the present but yeah we have certainly defined the space time curvatures in physics in hardcore physics and no of course i'm not a physicist um but i have read a lot of physics and yeah from my knowledge from my experience i can tell you that please play with all the past present and future because you can play only one at a time so if you are playing with your past if you are living in your past you cannot live in present and future if you are living in present you cannot go to your past or future but you can build something for your future if you live in your present and you can definitely go to the past in the way that you might have some important takeaways that might lie in the past now if you live in your future then the point of thought is that you will have a long term vision so that's where you stand if you are living in your future then work for it so the most important takeaway is not about where you are doesn't matter whether you are in the past present or future what is most important is whether you're working or not this is because actions speak louder than words and believe me 
if you are expecting something from anybody or any person and if the person doesn't really um show you the necessary actions uh, or the gestures uh, believe me even if that is in some segment of your journey of your past present or future believe me if the actions are not really loud enough to make you feel comfortable then just drop that fucking piece of shit because you know what if something that doesn't make you feel happy with a course of action then it's surely signaling something important it is signaling you the fact that you are right but the course of action is not so that's where you need to work out if the actions are not really moving at par with where you are then it's there where you have to say goodbye to the action of either the past or the present or the present or the future or the present past and future i believe we cannot live in uh, all the three phases together so i am doing a combination uh, and a permutation sort of a thing here uh, wherein you can just uh, live two phases one at a time and you can just uh, carry three of them taking two at a time so um that sounds a little mathematical but um i think it makes sense it makes a lot of sense and i'm sure you'll agree too well dear listeners i know what i'm telling you might be sounding like something falling off from some meteor uh shower or something yeah because it it it's really something that i did not make up i did not write a script for uh this episode i am just telling it as it's coming to me as i have experienced and uh, believe me um i would like to share a small experience to just uh describe this so there was a point of time when i was uh, in my present of course because uh the present is like that 0, 0 uh which is the point of origin you know so you need to have some uh, reference point to start with so present is that reference point uh and from there you can tread uh, your path to the past and the future so basically present is the sort of uh, sort of the reference point which you always have to keep intact so you have to keep in touch with the present but what happens when you just lose this touch of the present when can this happen come on i was not drunk so i do not drink and uh, even after that how is it possible that i can lose contact with the present how can i lose contact with the reference point and what will happen if i lose my reference point and if i start walking in either of the past or the future so what happens is in this case what will come for your rescue is the fact is the knowledge of the past because you cannot directly walk into something from nowhere so it means you started from somewhere which was the reference and then you lost your reference but you know how many steps you have walked into either of the past or the future and that is where you can just understand suppose i have walked 
10 steps into my past and uh, I have lost contact of the point, the reference point from where I started. So now, what we have to think is, how should I go back? I have counted the number of steps. It's 10 steps. So, and well folks, guess what happened just now? Just at this point of time, my mother stormed into my room and shouted at me, what am I doing? So, that's where again, I realized that I walked a few more steps, um, not into the past, but into the future. And uh, I did not lose contact with my present. So here, the measuring this distance uh, is very simple because I know my reference point in this case when I'm traveling into the future. So you know when you move from the reference point to the future, it's quite easy. But when you move from your reference point to somewhere and you lose the point of reference altogether, but you just know the number of steps. And if you do know the number of steps, it's only then that there's a possibility that you might come back. And believe me, most of the major causes of failure to come back to the reference point is because we do not know how many steps we have taken back into the past or the future from the reference point that is the present that is the supposed reality that we are supposed to live in it's 2022 guys and girls as you hear me out so hi folks uh, well going back to the discussion which i started about how i lost uh, contact with the present uh, with the reference point and i uh, just went somewhere into my past possibly uh, if not the future and how i understood that because i had measured the steps i mean uh, the number of steps so this helped me to you know construct a sort of a spear in many directions uh, obviously a restricted within the three dimensions the length breadth height and the fourth one is the time so uh, let me say the four dimensions actually um, and the time dimension is something that is continuously working within us uh, with that consideration I could construct a spear and my radius was known because I told you that the number of steps were known and now considering each step is one unit, imagine if you have just uh, traveled 10 units or say 5 units. So that would be just the number of steps, like 5 steps, 5 units. Pretty simple, yeah? And uh, with that radius, uh, I just constructed a spear. Now imagine how many spears will be there. Like imagine if you have to construct a radius uh, I mean a circle with a radius of five units so how many circles can you just plot 
now that is in 2d but think it in 3d wherein you have to um, plot so many spheres now plotting in 3d is easier why i'll tell you because uh, because you know there will be certain dimensions like uh, the height dimension the length and the width dimension that will uh, give you some sort of a help a hint in some way because uh, when you'll be plotting those spheres no then you'll feel that uh, somewhere you might have come across a particular portion before and that's how you slowly start to move towards your reference point so that reference point should that be the center of your sphere or should that be the something a point on the circumference of the sphere so whatever be it folks you need to decide if you decide that it's going to be the center of your sphere then perhaps you are right and you might be able to trace yourself back to where you had begun and it's extremely difficult this spear cannot be plotted by outsiders the spears cannot be plotted by people who tend to help you this cannot be plotted by me if i have to help you to get that uh, drawn somewhere um i can just help you to imagine uh rest you have to decide so folks uh, by far you have been really patient thank you for that now there are certain important considerations which you need to focus on i don't know if you were thinking about it or not so if you might or might have not thought about it here's to certain points that i'll be talking about with reference to what i have already mentioned so did you wonder about the geometry i was talking about sphere you should ask a question that why sphere and why not any other geometry you should ask me the question that why am i so biased with sphere well i have the answer the reason is it's very simple to think about a geometry with a sphere because that's by far the easiest geometry that is well recognized that's well constructed that can be easily plotted and that have really easy equations and so many things well now the next question you should ask me is definitely that what inspired me to think about this geometry of sphere and you should ask the same question to anyone who talks about a particular geometry you should ask them that what inspired them to you know talk about that particular thing so in my case what had inspired me to talk about the circular thing the spherical thing yeah well tracing this back to the past there was a news update 
about the James Webb Space Telescope and it had helped us to imagine a lot about what is going on into the deep space and I got inspired by it. I started reading about it and that gave me some insight into a lot of equations, a lot of geometrical forms, a lot of coordinate forms and a lot many things. I won't call myself as an expert, but yeah, it did motivate me. Now imagine that if you get inspired by something positive that is so well celebrated in science, is it not possible that you might get affected by something negative, by something that might traumatize you, that might victimize you and that affects your mind and heart so badly that you just feel confused, that you just become stagnant. Now ask me the question when I was talking about the center of the circle, the center of the spear. Ask me the question whether the spear is having a boundary that is serving as a membrane or not or whether that membrane is continuous or not or whether that envelope or the membrane is having a boundary which is, you know, touchable or it's intangible or what it is. Well, I do not have the answer because just like you, I too am not having knowledge about it at this point of time at least. So what I can say at max is this, that we can just imagine. We need to feed ourselves with the positive things that are happening around. The kind of movies that we watch, the kind of things that happen around us in our day-to-day -day lives, the kind of books that we read, the kind of people that we are surrounded with for most of the time in our lives, the kind of people who have influenced us for a long time in our life or who might have even broken our hearts at one point of time, even if that be for a short instant, each and every bit of a thing affects us in some or the other way. It depends on us whether we want to forget about it or whether we are able to forget about it or not god knows what but there is one thing that i can say from my experience is that i am not alone i am not the only one who might have had felt that someone might have said me something too bad that might have demotivated me or someone might have encouraged me in such a way that I really felt amazing. So yeah, both the things keep happening to all of us at all corners of the world. But then why is still there no peace in this world? Why are we so outrageous at all point of times? And outrageous doesn't mean to be courageous, huh? It only means to just react in either a positive or the negative way. Now, how you perceive a thing that depends solely on you, 
what might be positive for you might not be the positive for someone else then who decides what is positive and what is negative who decides who teaches us is it that conscience that was gifted and what legendary textbooks talk about that the holy texts talk about that there was a conscience gifted to us as a guide to help us decide things with rationality did we do that or what polluted our conscience what happened did we whitewash our minds did we whitewash our entire self did we sell our souls i don't think so because if it had happened there would have been so much of chaos in the whole world but it didn't happen right there is chaos of course there is but still there are good people but still why is the goodness why is the positivity that is positive that is something good that is something that wants to tell us that we should not forget the spirit of brotherhood that something is still there something that reminds us even in the worst of our times that the good is bound to happen even though it might take some time and it does happen but yeah it takes a lot of time so why do we become so impatient why do we ask gods that you didn't do this for me you didn't do that for me you didn't listen to me when i needed you the most where were you where why were you not there when i needed you the most oh come on these questions are some pretty funny questions i guess because it doesn't really have an answer whether you wish to believe something or not is solely depending on you what we can perceive within the spectrum of light that we have been gifted with is a gift of nature is a gift of the universe how the universe form is again a scientific question that our dearest nasa is always there to solve and they are still researching on that and hopefully they'll also employ geologists from all spheres of the world to work with them in a good way well that's a different thing altogether <laughs> but the important question is this that why did we forget our conscience who is playing with this conscience did we just sell our conscience to something really bad and how do we know what is bad and what's good something that affects you badly like is it is it some sort of an adjective like in the language of english you have a noun and an adjective like this is good this is bad i mean come on how do you know about it until and unless you have had the taste of it well this is what most of the people told me when i asked them that how do you know that this is good or this is bad so they told me that the conscience has been gifted to you think about it decide for it what's good and what's bad and i told them 
we have so many beautiful religions all talking about peace but why is really no peace at all in this world then should i be an atheist and then they replied to me no you shouldn't then i said then what should i rely upon and then they said you have to search and find out the truth and again i said how can i search for something that i cannot see with my own eyes and then they said you will see them maybe not today maybe not tomorrow but maybe in the hereafter and then i thought a lot but i really couldn't make out anything even till date so i told myself that it's better to fit into the real life that i am in instead of chasing for something that i cannot perceive because somehow my mind is also restricted because of the defined conditions that we have nurtured ourselves with so somehow we have conditioned ourselves with certain rules and regulations perhaps that really doesn't help us to search and explore something beyond and that is where i always watch the videos of seti institute you know it just kind of helps me to breathe in and out thinking that sometimes i should take some time out of my busy schedule and look at people who are doing different things come on they do they are actually doing wonderful things imagine you know once i just wrote them somewhere that guys how are you doing this because it is so scary like are you trying to search for extraterrestrial life somewhere on the on our planet i mean or somewhere in the exoplanets or what and then again i got a peculiar answer and the answer was yet again not an answer at all so there was a void that there's no answer and i am asking a question like that's weird so i thought it's better that i should transform myself and fit myself into the reality that i'm in so okay i am not in their place i'm i'm not searching for um life in some other planet because i am an earth scientist uh, most famously called as geologist geoscientist so i said well 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 um you guys might be thinking that uh, you all are doing awesome things because you are getting awesome funding and that's amazing but i am no less come on um you are relying a lot on the earth right and it is that earth um for which we are the doctors you know so um it's like i am looking after the life here in earth um we humans are living here and uh, well great uh, you have not found a civilization out there in mars you might have not found something in jupiter but guess what um i'm having this whole reference uh and you guys are just uh, relying on earth and you cannot just demotivate me into thinking that i cannot be one of you and then one of them said that we are sorry we didn't mean to hurt you we just only referred it as planetary geology so i said well 
if it's a geology it it doesn't matter whether it's it's economic geology or whether it's a paleontology or whether it's a sedimentary geology or whether it's a planetary geology so so basically the funniest thing for me was it's one thing and it's having so many branches yet people work differently thinking that they are doing great things which they are doing of course but yet they don't feel like working together that's not fair right and and that's what made me feel that no this is not fair and then i started you know just uh, making myself um read and uh, greet people from diverse backgrounds from different countries i started you know chatting with so many people so many amazing people from uh, scientific communities across the world um the american geophysical union uh, it's amazing i would recommend scientists to you know take a time and check the agu because um it's really nice and they really have a wonderful community of scientists and they are doing amazing job and where people collaborate and talk great stuff and it's it's a nice thing so well uh, now you might be thinking as if i'm promoting my subject no not at all not at all um i'm not promoting it so i am actually trying to talk about things uh, with the help of these examples you know so the reality thing which we have been discussing so far right so because i told you a great lot of stuff like um the center of the spear the question is is the center of the spear stagnant or is it fluctuating or is it uh, just no center at all whatever it is so how do we know that so it again depends on what we are feeding us feeding ourselves now um i told you so many scientific things right so many big names like seti aju ah so many things um well in science we do have really big big names we really throw attitudes we really show attitudes um and we really um have certain attitude and i would say that a bit of attitude is not really bad you know because um sometimes being too kind or too humble really affects you so it's not bad to have a bit of attitude because if it helps you to survive in a society that is constantly comparing you with the regular um timetable uh which people tend to follow then believe me um you are nowhere wrong uh, until and unless you are hurting someone's sentiments as such i don't think that a bit of attitude is that bad a thing so uh, yet again um how did i know it's not that bad because of course i do have a little bit of attitude um but that's for all good reasons believe me so if it was not for good i wouldn't have been really chatting uh, here with you folks and uh, talking about all these things so this is because i really want people uh, and i really want to reach out to different people who think alike who think that um, these things also happen to them and 
these things do happen to many people because um after all i'm making this episode so uh, come on i'm not going to just jump into the sea just like that um i hope you must have understood something about my personality so far from such a long lecture that i've been just throwing out on all of you but thanks for listening and uh, you have to listen for a few more minutes but um you can take a break if you need so that's again um trying to hint out at something folks uh when i'm using the phrases and the words like uh, you can take a break um for a long time i'm trying to indicate something um so that you can just uh, emphasize on those aspects i'm trying to talk about time yeah remember i was talking about the four dimensions the length breadth height and the time and oh so many great things um it's not that great but it's good for sure so time um there was one example i was talking about uh, as a part of my experience where i mentioned that uh, my mom has stormed into my room where i am making this episode so you must have heard a voice uh screaming out that something in uh, in bengali um i'm in india haha <laughs> so well um now considering this just think of it in this format that uh, why am i so interested to take you back to that example that's because uh, you should have asked me a question um that how did i comment that i have taken a few steps from the reference point to the future just a few seconds after my mom said that to me so well the simplest answer is that time is not constant time is something that is not constant for human beings as we perceive in our lifetime uh, you are not age 0 or 1 uh, for 10 years so your age increases by every one year so is the time in the similar way and if you remember yet again i was talking about an example uh, an instance where people ask questions like um why it takes so much of time to uh, you know the good things to happen why it takes so much of time so again i also asked the same question um to myself actually and uh, thanks to the atmosphere at that point of time that i got my answer and um it was again i was you know uh, watching some scientific videos and uh, it came to my mind that light years are so huge it's a unit of distance you know um it's not a unit of time but imagine that bigger distance imagine some star out there some solar system out there beyond our uh, solar systems and galaxies so how must the light be traveling those distances just imagine um it's like it's not so easy like it's 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 not really boarding a bus from point a to b and reaching out in 30 minutes or 1 hour but it's about millions of years millions of years yeah and uh, i have died a thousand times in the thousand years 
So, come on, I cannot uh, imagine about living for a thousand years. Um, so, these are actually the lines of a song, The Thousand Years. Uh, you can listen to that song sometime later. But the most interesting thing is this, that it takes a long distance and a lot of time to, you know, travel such distances so if that is possible, if we are ready to accept those big figures in our scientific systems, then why can't we wait for the good things to happen? Why do we want everything to happen to us so instantly, so quickly? So that gives me motivation to be patient because when I look high up to the sky, now, if you have been listening to me in the previous episode, you might be able to correlate this. So, if I look high up to the sky and when I look high up at the sky, then I feel motivated. That is because it makes me feel that I should not lose patience. Now, I hope you understand and I look high up at the sky, I try to understand what might be the geometry out there and I cannot figure it out because we are perhaps at the center of some epihelion or perihelion of some portion of the universe of the galaxy, of the Milky Way galaxy, can I really call myself as being in the center of the universe? I am not sure. Now, you know what happens is when you have been doing a mapping of a scale of 1 is to 1 lakh or 1 is to 50,000 or 1 is to 5,000, and then all of a sudden when someday someone asks you to check out for something in a 1 is to 50 or 1 is to 5 scale, believe me, it's terrible. And that's why my mom just stormed out into the room and was asking me that how long is the episode going to run for? And I said that, am I at the present or at the future? And after she had said her thing, she left for a party. And I followed her to the party because I too was invited. So as a matter of fact, I proceeded to the future from the present and that present just faded away and it just became a part of the past. So the more we are moving towards the future, along with present, the past is becoming a denser, maybe a darker or a lighter cloud. Whether you want to call it as a dark or light cloud, I just don't know, whatever you want to call it, just call it. But for me, it's a dense cloud and the dense cloud looks dark. But for me, dark is not really bad. 
that's because a dark cloud can also bring rain and the rain can also be really fruitful for harvest harvesting stuff crops and all so it is not really um that bad to grab a look at the past and see how far you have come so think positive be positive and in the upcoming episode i am going to discuss something briefly on how you can manage to transform many characters to fit into the present because after all it's not easy you know it's difficult but it's very much possible remember feed yourself with good art and science that does good for the society right so with this now it's time for me to take a bit adieu for this episode see you soon thank you love you